0: Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Power & Lifting Podcast. I'm your host, Solana Lewis. Today's episode, y'all, I speak with Kiana Peak. She just competed at Carolina Primetime, had her best meet to date. She's had a good year overall between tremendous progress going into mega nationals, then going into primetime. We talk about her journey and in powerlifting, um, injuries she's had to overcome, lots of really good stuff. It was a great episode. I love getting to know her, getting to talk to her, and talking about how she's up and coming in the 90 kilo weight class. Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. All right, y'all, I'm here with Kiana Peek. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm excited because I have been paying attention to you since before Mega Nationals, but I got to watch you there live and then I got to watch the live stream at Carolina Primetime. You are progressing to be a phenomenal lifter. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Good. So I wanted to start with going before Mega Nats, where I heard that leading into the Arnold's, which you were originally signed up for, right, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: that you were dealing with some injury. I think I heard the back injury, but I'm not positive, that's correct. You know, my sources do fail me sometimes, as like <laughs> a <real> journalist. but <laughs> uh-huh. kind of talks to me about what was going on around March of 2022, like how your back was feeling and everything um I heard it at the end of January actually um and I didn't say
1: anything about it because I was going to I thought be ready by the Arnold uh but I was not it was just uh one day I was deadlifting and it just like popped my lower back popped and I could not walk I couldn't lay down I couldn't sit down everything hurt um And so it was like lifting in combination with my job at the time. It was a very physical job. Like I had to use my body a lot at work. Um, So the Arnold came around. I think it was maybe like a week or two out um, where I decided not. I mean, I could have gone and I could have, I could have put up a total that would have been like It would have been decent, but I would not have been, uh, I wouldn't have been happy with myself and it probably wouldn't have been the right thing to do for my body. Um, Although I was very excited about the Arnold and that would have been my first time going. Um, I just decided it would have been better for me in the future to just wait and hopefully be able to do the Arnold next year is my plan. Um, And so going into nationals this year, My back was actually still pretty hurt. It was pretty hurt, But I was like, I'm going to Nationals. I'm not. (laughs) This is crazy. I don't know. I don't know. So I just rehabbed as well as I could. um, And we picked numbers that we thought were good. So before I hurt myself, I felt like I was going to, I was shooting for like third. And like looking back now, I feel like I definitely could have gotten that. But we played it safer because I didn't know what to expect from my body. Like the day of nationals, I had no idea what was gonna happen. Uh, so I didn't trust my body enough to do what our original plan was. We were literally just playing it by by ear, every lift. How are you doing? How are you feeling? What do you think? And going based on that. Um, and it actually still hurts now to this day (laughs) there's I have not had a pain-free day since I heard it in January so I'm just rolling with it so
0: (laughs) wow and like honestly I have been there where I'm going into meet with pain and I'm like I don't know we gotta see what happens the day of so I know it's very difficult mentally um what were you kind of like doing when you heard it you said it was deadlifting, but like that in conjunction with the job. So what was the job you're working that was like physically demanding back in January? Um, So I was working at a place called Stretch Lab um,
1: where I was actually like manually stretching people. So they would just come in and lay on the table. And then I had to like lift their bodies. like, And so it was causing a lot of like twisting and like unnatural positioning of my body and like holding and so it took a toll for sure especially on Saturdays like um, Saturdays is always my heavy deadlift day and I would work that job Saturday morning until maybe like two o'clock I would come home eat something take a nap wake up and try to deadlift and every it was there was a period where it was like four Saturdays back to back where I would re-injure myself (laughs) so it was I had to quit I just I told Devin I said I I'm not going back I'm just not (laughs) and we'll figure it out from there I don't know
0: and that's definitely a hard decision to make because like obviously it's like yes your job but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day if you really love powerlifting and you mm-hmm. know it's like completely making your training trash yes you have to juice
1: <laughs> and it was so ironic because I'm using my body to make their bodies feel better meanwhile I am jacking myself up like bad <laughs> and there was nobody
0: to help me right like so you're like where's my strategy crickets hmm. correct <laughs> you- <laughs> correct so, Stretch Labs, I know it came in Jersey because that's where I live like mm. a few years ago. I remember a client was passing by it and they were like, Should I go there? And I was like, I'm not going to lie. I think it's awesome to have a place that just stretches you. So, don't mm-hmm. get offended. Is it BS? Like, is it BS to just stretch somebody manually, like over like a massage versus that, or like even like versus fascial stretch therapy, which I've actually had a few times. I'm like, that feels so different and good to me. I feel like just manual stretching wouldn't get you very far. That's totally an opinion, not based off science. So, <laughs>
1: so that's a good question. Um, I would say from my experience a few times, like after meets specifically, I would get a massage and I would get a stretch and the stretch was more beneficial than the massage was. Have you ever been stretched?
0: So fascial stretch therapy. Uh I've had that five or six times, loved Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Only manual stretching I've had was like friends who are PTs and you know, I had definitely have like some bad experiences where like they try to go a little too far and they be forgetting like I'm not a flexible person. So then I just started to hate it. Mm
1: Mm -hmm. so if if the person knows what they're doing it definitely can be beneficial So i've had some bad ones too right like i mean there are with anything there are people who are better than others at things so if you have someone who knows what they're doing it's definitely beneficial for
0: sure yeah so do you have to get like a certification or get qualified to stretch or just having Mm -hmm. a personal training certificate gets you in the door
1: um so that gets you in the door uh but then there is a training program that you have
0: to go through and complete to
1: be able to to do it
0: there we go see that was mm. the lacking part on my <laughs> <kind of hard laughs> side i'm like that's probably <laughs> what happened yeah <laughs> okay interesting okay so mm. you were working that job you end up letting it go um mm-hmm. you were dealing with some back pain you still are. So then, mm-hmm. how have you worked around that? Like you had a really good meet, even just at Mega National. So how did you work mm-hmm. around the back pain and deadlifts?
1: i was I was doing everything. I was doing acupuncture weekly. I was getting stretch weekly. I was doing massages weekly. I was uh, going to the chiropractor. I had never been to the chiropractor before. so, since I hurt myself, I've been going to the chiropractor. I was soaking and I was just treating myself like, (laughs) I was just always in like recovery mode. Um, And just, so now it's kind of like getting to know my body even with the injury. So like, even if if I am hurting, I kind of know you know, what I'm still able to do, what I'm not able to do, and what I need to do to fix it, you know, enough to do what I need to do, um, so just learning my body and learning to trust my body again, like I said, for, for mega nationals, I, I'm pretty sure I had a panic attack, I think I did, (laughs) in the warm-up room, like, I, my heart was beating so fast, and, my throat was dry no matter what I did, no matter what I drank, I just, because I really, I was just like, Lord, just get me through this without me blowing my back out out there, that was my, that was my only goal, like, do not die <laughs> in public, <laughs> so, I don't know, we just been rolling.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you got through it, you end up mm-hmm. with a 1207 total, which was mm-hmm. a big jump from your total from 2021 Megan or Nationals, mm-hmm. Raw Nationals, which was mm-hmm. the last meet you had done before that. So to make that kind of progress while dealing with pain is pretty significant.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't post a lot, but don't. I was I was I was hitting some crazy stuff in the gym. And I was like, I'm not posting none of this, because this is going to be when I get to the Arnold I'm showing out. when I get to the Nationals, I'm showing out, and that's where we were headed. And then my back, I was like, "Wow, Wow. <laughs> it was very sad. Um, so that that jump that I made, like we were already headed, you know, um, but I am glad that I was still able to to put up those numbers because like I said, I didn't
0: know what was going to happen up there. So, can you tell us now what was the heaviest each lift you hit going into Mega Nuts?
1: Oh, I do not remember. That's a good question. Oh, wow! <laughs> I really don't remember. It's it was okay. More so it was more so reps. Like we don't we don't really do um, singles a lot, which is part of the reason why I don't post as much. You know, because I'm like, who wants to see reps, <laughs> really? Um, So it was more so like heavy
0: reps that were like
1: uh really good, more so than singles.
0: So I always like to get insight on other lifters and what they're doing, because it just fascinates me. So at what point in prep do you typically start doing singles? Like how many weeks out? Um...
1: That's if we do them. I'm serious. But... We don't really... We don't... <laughs> I don't really... Uh-uh. I will hit a single, like, here and
0: there. mm Like, it's not weekly at all at any point? Uh-uh. Is that because of working around back pain, or is that just how you do it? Uh, My
1: coach, you know, I don't really ask him any questions, really. Like, I just... <laughs> because I feel like um the way he does things is not I don't know if it's normal I don't think it is like when I look at what other people are doing on Instagram I'm like no maybe what I'm doing is not normal (laughs) I don't know but it works it works for me so I don't I don't know who coaches you we work up to heavy doubles a lot okay more so than singles like some sometimes he will ask me uh you feel like you want to do a single next week, or you want to come back down. Um, And sometimes I pick come back down. Sometimes I pick a single, depends on how I'm feeling. Um, But I guess most times I pick come back down. Okay. Who's the coach? Ben Parks. Um, I met him at a gym that I was working at in Cleveland. Um, he was my, just one of my coworkers workers there. Um, and he saw me lifting and he asked me, do I power lift? I said, no, what is that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, and so he told me that he, you know, would put a program together for me and there was a meet coming up and he asked me if I wanted to do it. So I said, sure.
0: And that's how we came to be. It was a wrap. That was 2018. That was 2018, yep. Yep, Cassius, your first meet ever was 2018, April 14th, Battle of the Great Lakes, USPA. Yeah, that was
1: USPA, I started USPA,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, what made you switch over?
1: Um, I think he made me switch over, I think because I had never powerlifted before, like I said, 2018 was the first time I had ever heard of powerlifting. Um, so he said, "Well, we'll start you in USPA." I said okay. So then those USPA meets were fun, like crazy meets. Crazy things happen at those USPA meets. Um, and Devin was doing; he was already in USAPL. And so I went to a meet with him, and I was like, "This is boring in comparison. Why would you be? Why would you be in this federation? It's, you guys are barely clapping. It's like..." <laughs> <laughs> very quiet and what's this is boring um so I said I would never switch over to USAPL um but then you know they convinced me to to try USAPL meet so I did um and I had fun I had fun and I never left so
0: <laughs> I think I hear that sometimes like USPA Here's in my opinion, and also I'm in Jersey and like it, the meat director matters. So like my experience versus right. yours is going to be different. Like mm-hmm. the vibe does tend to be for local meets way more fun, like regular mm-hmm. local meets. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, OK, I agree. Mm-hmm. The bars, whatever you can deal with. <laughs> it. I mean, I can't stand a squat bar, but right. also I feel like because I'm narrow, that's why I hate it. So mm-hmm. it makes sense for me. Mm-hmm. But aren't they long? Like, was your meet like 10 hours? Oh, it was. Yes. Yeah. No. And that's a wrap. That's all I need to hear. Like, (laughs) Bye bye. My very first meet. It was it was definitely from.
1: It was from eight to eight. I'm pretty sure it was. Yes.
0: Yes. (laughs) No, like that's all I need to hear. And I've been to one the USPA meet in Florida where it was run like really seamlessly. It was still long, but it wasn't like 12 hours long. But mm. I'm like, even that I'm like, but it's like in USAPL, like the max is four hours. Like I've never seen anything yeah. go more than four hours ever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like you said, the meet director matters. So the meet director up there, this guy was just like, next year it's gonna be bigger, and we're gonna have ten platforms, and then we're gonna have a thousand listeners. And so it, was, I, he didn't care how long it was. He just wanted to have. So that's what it was. I don't know uh
0: yeah but i forgot about that i don't miss that that's no. true <laughs> <laughs> but all right so you came over to usapl right so basically at this point we have talked about doing on oh, how you couldn't do arnold's to nationals you still had a good meat lifting mm. on a prayer praying <laughs> in the back of your knees yeah. worked out pretty well Mm-hmm. And then we have you going into Carolina prime time. Mm-hmm. Now that just happened two weeks ago. And I saw mm-hmm. on your Instagram afterwards, you wrote, <clears throat> "Corrupt was hard <laughs> mentally and physically. And you almost decided that this would be your last competition and you would no longer power lift. Yeah. Now tell me about that before we even talk about meat day. Why you had to bring that up, Solana? Because <laughs> it's on your Instagram, and all I have to look through is Instagram, so I study it before we start the podcast. <laughs> that's
1: true, that's true. Uh, that is definitely how I felt. Um, it was very hard because um, when there's something that you love, right, but it's making you feel like it don't love you back. <laughs> is how powerlifting was making me feel because I was like I don't want to quit because I actually want to quit but I started thinking about like what is the reason that I'm putting my body through this like what what is the reason um and I could not really come up with anything so I'm like this maybe this is the end right um because like I said I I've been in pain every day and um the way my programming is, we were, we were hitting it hard to get me where I wanted to go, right? So it was just the pain had got to be a lot. And then, like I said, the mental, like, I want to do it, but it hurts every time I do it. Like, I would go into training. Tuesday is my heavy squat day. And I would just be like, I don't even want to go near the bar. I don't want to go near the bar today. I don't want to because it's gonna hurt. Um, so I told Devin, I said, this is gonna be, this is gonna be it. This is my last. I'm just gonna tell Ben. I can't do it no more. And so I went into prime time just really happy to be there (laughs) really (laughs) just happy to be there and i was looking forward to seeing everybody there um and we had a plan obviously like we go into meets with like a a plan and then like a b if a is not feeling good um and so we went in there and a it was you know i was saying my prayers on the warm-up right mm-hmm. and um I, I did not feel any pain i don't know god was just like i'm going to give you a break today said thank you <laughs> so from the warm ups till all, all the way through that was the first day i didn't have any pain wow and i was able to do <laughs> what i did
0: <laughs> yes and from so twelve oh seven and Megan Nats, you hit twelve thirty four. I counted a prime time, and your last mm-hmm. delves look so easy. I was like, she definitely could have added like five to seven and a half per kilos. Like we could
1: have, we could have, um, we could have. It's always looking back, right? Like mm-hmm. it's always looking back. So my goal was to definitely get five hundred dots. But you did five right before. I did. I did. Um, and now I've started to make nine for nine a goal, um, which I didn't before. Uh, but I feel like there's like a, I don't know, there's like a, um, like an extra confidence that I get when I know that we're picking lists that like make sense and, I can tell like, okay, that one felt like that. So now yes, we can do this and I know I can do that. And that one felt like that. And you know, um, I know some people like to go in like with their balls out, <laughs> 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 which is which is probably what that's probably actually what I would do. Like if I if it were just me on that last day lift, I probably would have made it higher. It wasn't going to, my last deadline was not even going to be 523. It was going to be 518 is what was picked for me. But then I was like, I feel like I can, you know, I can do more. So next time I'm picking the last one and yes, balls out (laughs) Salata.
0: But I do love hearing your thought process now about your goals for me day, because you're saying Mm -hmm. nine for nine is now your goal. Mm-hmm. And before it was kind of more like shoot for the moon.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Now looking back, I, it didn't
0: feel like it
1: then, but now looking back, I can say, yeah, it
0: probably was. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of like the great debates, like the fun questions to ask on social media. You're like, okay, what would you rather have? Nine for nine and mm-hmm. that's your biggest goal or mm-hmm. just going for PRs period. But mm-hmm. when I look at the, the, like see like when i go on open powerlifting and i look at like some of the best in the world i'm like i don't know man they're they're the best and i see a lot of green i see a whole lot of green yeah (laughs) and there are certain people who are known for being strong but they're known for missing a lot and i'm like it just Mm -hmm. looks like you could have done a lot more had you just calmed down and (laughs) picked numbers that were like more certain so i can say i'm definitely a fan of the nine for nine goal Mm -hmm. because in my i'm like nine for nine should lead you to PRs, anyways,
1: right? Most right, right, of the right. time, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think it's probably more so like a personality thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, you probably will can't really explain like why I this is how I feel. I don't really care about going nine for nine, or nine for nine is very important to me. It's just, um. I don't know. I feel like missing lifts because I have done it. <laughs> I have missed lifts on the platform. It just takes energy, extra energy away. And, uh, for me, it leaves me with like a negative, like something negative just happened. Right. So now mm-hmm. I have to deal with that. I have to like either hurry up and get that off my mind and like fake it with myself. Like I'm okay. <laughs> or like sit in it and deal with it and then now i'm taking that back out to the platform with me for the next lift. so um i don't know well, i also can't watch other people mm. like i keep my eyes closed most of the meet when i'm not out there i don't want to see anybody miss or make anything i don't i can't watch it
0: Mm-mm. okay so you're the lifter who's like yo my head's down just tell me when to stand up and go Mm-hmm. yes I try to be that way, I can't. I, I'm like glued to the screen, I'm glued. Hey. I'm like, I just need to see what everybody's doing. Oh, no, I, no, no, no. My coach is like, sit down, like you sit down, like. <laughs> no, 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 uh-uh, I
1: don't, I, so I, I don't sit down at all during the meet. I don't sit down, I don't watch. Um, I used to not wanna know what was on the bar. Mm-hmm. I used to didn't want to know what my attempts were at all. Just put it on there and I'll go. Um, but now I, I do want to know. But other than that, I'm like this <laughs> until it's time for me to go out there.
0: So, why do you want to know number on the bar now?
1: uh I think it really just came from confidence um, as a lifter, maybe like maturity as a lifter, I would say. Um I think I'm I'm pretty confident as a person but powerlifting tapped into like a different part of me that made me um have to try harder at something than I wanted to try <laughs> right so like I'm doing this for the goals that I set but it's making me try hard and I don't like that <laughs> So
0: and yeah, I mean, also just from hearing you like you're like, OK, I want to know the number of the bar too because I want to like push a little bit harder. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you get more mm-hmm. control over that, too. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I same thing. I try to be the person with his, didn't know the number. I'm like, no, I'm like, Brad, tell me number right now. Like, what do you <laughs> put in? Her- <laughs> <Funny. laughs> I cannot. I cannot. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? I don't know. I'm the one who has to lift it. What mm-hmm. do you mean? Are you going to go lift it? Th- tell me now. <laughs>
1: do you are you are any of your lifts at meets um things that you've never hit before like do you is it something Uh, that you've hit in training or you've never touched it
0: i can say the last meets my third attempts were all numbers that were like two and a half kills above what i ever hit Mm -hmm. so but for the most part over the years it's definitely something i've hit before but that's mostly because my deadlift was just going downhill for a long time. So like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we kept having to put the number lower than we wanted on me today, therefore, it's the number I had okay. before. Okay, but, okay. Yeah, um, but so what is next then? So now it seems like we decided, hey, it's not the end of the road for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not, I don't think so, no. <laughs> Do you have um, an idea?
1: I I do want to do the Arnold if I'm able. I don't really know all the rules for pro series and Arnold and all of that. So if there's an event there that I'm able to do, that will be my next one. Um, And then nationals, hopefully in September, for sure.
0: There we go. Nice. It's in Memphis,
1: which I'm excited
0: about. I've never been there. I've heard every either people are excited like I'm excited I've never been there or I've heard why Memphis is so boring. <laughs> really, I've heard that from a few people. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I've never but I like visiting new places. I'm like if we're with friends and it's new places, right. at least we get to explore, even if it's Very boring, true. whatever. That's true. That's how I feel. That's true. It's the people you with. So, mm-hmm. do you have? Is it easy for you right now to set up like number goals for your next meets?
1: Is it easy to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a 500 squat has been my number goal for a long time. Like even, though I set that goal when I didn't actually think I could meet that goal. Mm-hmm. I just started saying it, but I didn't actually think <laughs> that that was something I could do. Uh, But now it's starting to look like that's where i'm going actually um Mm -hmm. so i'm excited about that i don't know when that's gonna happen i'm not really putting pressure on it um i'm just like you know following the program taking care of my body um the only lift i don't really make a goal for really
0: is bench because that one is like (laughs) i knew you're gonna say that why you still okay even me, I'm the same way in the sense of like, this is my weaker lift, and I want to not pay attention to it, but like, every single lift does make a difference, so you should go. No, it. it
1: definitely makes, yes, it definitely, that's the one I definitely have to go three for three on. If I miss one of those, I'm out the game. <laughs> I can't, I definitely, I need every little kilo with those, so that that's probably my uh, my goal, to really like, dissect my bench press and figure out what's going on figure out how to
0: I mean it has been increasing just not at the rate of the other lifts I would say I but, was gonna say I'm seeing jumps in your bench press like it's not like it's the same that's true
1: it's just not moving as fast as I wanted to move you know <laughs> when you see people you see girls online and they're benching like 280 I'm like, how are y'all like I want to call them and just just like can't how?
0: You're like, how? can we just have a conversation? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know, but that's where I'm I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get there.
0: So do you do you consider yourself to be someone who constantly compares yourself to your competitors online? Um
1: Constantly compares, no, no, um, I actually like catch myself being proud of them. Is that weird? Like if I'm watching and I'm like, cause, because it's like, it's good competition, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we're, you know, it's, I, I think I have respect for it. I have respect for what other people are doing because I know what my program looks and feels like for me to get to where I am and if they're in the same place or better than I I'm respecting what I know it took to get there. Um so I don't think I compare myself like in a negative. I don't think so no. It's just like, I, I mean, I know where I am, right, and the path that I'm on and where I'm trying to go, and everybody will get where they're going when they get there. It's all up to God anyway. I don't know. We're just lifting <laughs> the stuff so <laughs> long.
0: Well, you know, I was asking that, you are saying, like, oh, I see some girls that lift, like, 280. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how? And, you know, it brings me to just thinking, like, there's a part of me, it's, like, too, it's like I have, like, the devil and, like, Jesus on, like, each mm-hmm. shoulder. Because, like, mm-hmm. the big part of me is, like, you know, I'm always, like, encouraging women in sports, it's the reason I have a podcast, blah, 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 right? So, like, mm-hmm. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see people progress, right? Mm-hmm. But, and, I'm, and I like that we all cheer each other on powerlifting. It's a very uplifting sport. But mm-hmm. there's another part of me that's, like, I kind of wish we could be a little bit, like, mean you know like this is all about like your own progress and everyone's going i'm like can we just have some like real rivals like i don't like you and so i'm gonna go on the platform and like (laughs) oh wow i'm gonna try to destroy you and i don't even mean like i want that really for myself it's just i catch myself watching other sports like and you know you know like there's legit rivals and i'm like wait i think i'm into this because of the rivalry i don't care about Mm -hmm. the ball (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just love Mm -hmm. that y'all talk trash it makes it fun so I don't necessarily want like myself to be hit with like trash talk yeah powerlifting is so much like you're on your own path and I think I wish it was a little more like there's rivalries and like team kind of like that in a way
1: so I would agree with you if I were not in the sport see that's what I mean. like I don't
0: want to get hit
1: (laughs) I would not do well with that at all I would not it would be that's a completely different thing right because um there's still like real life outside of powerlifting right like powerlifting should be for everybody like this little part of Mm -hmm. life and then we have real life right so if you're talking trash to me or about me I'm feeling that in real life, cause I'm a person for real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm not feeling that in powerlifting. So now mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about that. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what What do you mean? Why would you say that? What's going on? Should we Should we meet somewhere? Right, Solana? And I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to take it there. You know what I'm saying? So if we just respect each other, you know. Cause it's hard already anyway. I just started um a new job. I'm back in corporate. Okay. So I'm waking up early, going to work, getting off work, coming home and lifting. This is the first time I've ever had to do that. Like I was doing personal training, so I was able to make my own schedule. It wasn't so strict. I didn't start so early. That's hard. And I know a lot of power lifters have been doing that already. People have. Families and kids, and some people wake up earlier than they need to to lift before they go to work. And I'm like, <laughs> so real life plus lifting is hard already, mm-hmm. anyway. I don't
0: need your trash talk, girl, because. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You don't know me for real, you know
0: what I'm saying? <laughs> I fully hear you. I think what I'm pitching more of is like, what was fun for me to watch was like Taylor Atwood versus like Pug versus like Michael C, right? Like they didn't yeah. literally despise each other, but it was fun mm. to see stuff on social media. I remember yeah. watching Danny Mella go against Amanda Lawrence. Like, they mm. out, I doubt they were literally like texting each other, I hate you, but like you could <laughs> tell they weren't best friends right okay. like That's I true. think I like even like we can talk about how Sean and Russ is like overrated or whatever you want to say but mm-hmm. you can tell they're not best friends so it does make it more fun because if they were like hanging out in the park and taking mm-hmm. pictures together it wouldn't be mm-hmm. as fun to me so I don't I don't think I'm I'm more like I want you to like say that I'm all I'm ugly <laughs> <when I stop. laughs> I'd be like why uh, would you say that to me <laughs> but like you know just like the we're not best pals and we're right. all rivals like I just right that just excites me in the sport and again i, I don't end. want to personally experience it so i'm right. blatantly being selfish but like full-blown like please don't dance do me y'all don't that way too
1: <laughs> serious and way too far please don't <laughs>
0: i think (laughs) i know i think men can handle it in a different way maybe because i see it more often
1: (laughs) i think so too but then there's all there's also like neutral right like we don't have to be besties and we also don't have to talk trash on each other we can just be in the middle just respectful and just like you know what i'm saying yeah i think that's probably where i am Is like
0: in the middle very nice very nice Okay, so you are now working corporate. Are you open to sharing what you do? Uh,
1: so my degree
0: is in supply chain management. Okay.
1: Um, and I have an MBA in management also. Okay. So I'm working as a buyer, um, at a, a company around here. Um. So yeah, I thought I would never go back. To corporate, I swore I would never
0: go back, actually. Um, but here I am. <laughs> Did you swear you never go back because you enjoyed working with your own schedule as a trainer? Mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. um, And then, like, in
1: corporate America, there's, like, the politics and the, right, like, the work was not hard. Like, I could do that. It, But you mix in the people. I didn't, I didn't, um, play well with the politics, I guess you could say. So, um, it just left like a negative taste in my mouth. So I said, I would rather do this powerlifting thing, but a great opportunity presented itself. So I took it.
0: Okay. And you're still, I saw on your profile, you are coaching. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So is that now fully online? yes that is fully online yep mm-hmm. very nice still have clients there uh, I had to let go of
1: my my in-person clients that was pretty sad <laughs> uh, but they understood and it's life man
0: I know that's hard because when I left Equinox to go solo, they don't mm. allow you to take people with you. Now, I took right. some people with me. It's been years now, so it doesn't matter anymore.
1: But I think we like all this. do that. We've all done that.
0: Uh, and, you know, my manager was legit like, you know, someone mentioned that they might want to work with you outside of here. Just remember, that's not allowed. I was like, all right, Nancy, leave me alone, please. But <laughs> I took her with me. But, you know, like, there's, uh, it's so hard because, like, you know when you're training you're in a way like a freaking therapist a best friend mm-hmm. and a yeah. trainer so you have some yeah. clients who want to talk more than they work out and after a while you're like yeah. why do you pay me you literally do one yeah. lunge and you don't listen to what I'm saying to do yes I literally like wiped tears
1: <laughs> during training sessions we didn't do anything they just came so I just came here to talk to you okay Okay. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I know too much about a lot of people, for sure.
0: <laughs> I feel the same way about my old in person clients. Okay, give me the most interesting story you have where you were training someone, but, like, it wasn't even really a training session. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: okay. I um, actually have had two clients who were lawyers. Um mm-hmm and one is a criminal defense lawyer. So he would tell me about his clients, like the people that he was representing. Wow, monsters. I don't even know if I can really say, it, but like actual like criminals, like, like how can you even represent these people? And he, I mean, you know, lawyers, they know that their client is guilty. But he actually is his job to like come up with a way to get these people off. <laughs> and that's crazy, like um killers. <laughs> and that was his job. So
0: that that is definitely hard. I think for me, I think my weirdest story, I pray to the Lord said person never hears this podcast. Um, we're <laughs> gonna call her. Megan. Really random name. Her name is not okay. Megan. Okay. Megan okay. comes in. No, wait, so the re- how I got Megan. Megan walks in to the gym. Mm-hmm. She's like crying. Okay. Hysterically bawling her eyes out. Okay. I need a trainer right now, like yelling it. I need a trainer right now. And I was the floor trainer at the time because has floor trainers, the person who like basically helps people out just for a few hours on the floor okay, if you're not training um, anybody. So yeah. I'm like, oh, like I'm a trainer. How can I help you? She's like, I want I want to trainer right now. I want to just buy sessions. Let's do it. So we get into like we had it's called an equifit where you just toss the person's assessment, whatever, and mm-hmm. they're telling me all about everything that happened. They just got cheated on by their husband from somebody. <laughs> like yes. who she knew and it was a whole devastating thing and she was like I want to change my life I want to train that da, da, da. I want to get my revenge body I'm like okay cool but like swipe the card boom right fast forward like a week later she comes in again distraught mess mm-hmm. right distraught mess <laughs> I'm like okay we're gonna just talk <laughs> right um, but I'm like she doesn't look like she looks like she's acting really funny she's like I'm so drunk right now I'm like it's 3pm and you drove here I'm
1: like Megan, <laughs> I here? have
0: had someone come to me <laughs> drunk
1: before. Yep, yeah. I've, I've had that.
0: Yep, yeah. and the session was literally like battle ropes so she could slam something, medicine balls, so she could put hit something, uh, sled push so she could feel strong, tire flips like that. But it was just like, let's get out our aggression. Wow. But as she is stumbling and doing it, and I was like, all right, this is. This is what we do now. Got it. And I felt very uncomfortable saying, have a I, day." I was like, well, I I have to keep working so I can't drive you home, Megan. So um,
1: That's true. I guess I will oh, no. send my
0: drunk client to drive home now. <laughs> I don't
1: know what else to do. I mean, well,
0: she drove there, so
1: she <laughs> she probably made
0: it OK. That's sad. <laughs> you passed somebody come drunk, too.
1: Yes, I've had someone
0: come drunk, too. Yes. What time was it? It
1: was the middle of the day, also.
0: Yeah nope she had
1: just came from brunch and and had and had mimosas and whatever else she wanted to do just came from brunch and one eyelash was not on good it was oh no (laughs) it was bad
0: all right yeah (laughs) so I do want to ask you who is your biggest powerlifting inspiration
1: powerlifting inspiration do I have one okay who's yours let me think about it give me an example what who's yours okay that's fair
0: I always have to say Kim Walford because I learned of her very new in the powerlifting and I was like yo like and you know I started probably in 2015 there wasn't a lot of black people Mm -hmm. yet so Mm -hmm. I was like this woman's incredible like Mm -hmm. I was dubbed in like 275 she was dubbed in 500 (laughs) so this is crazy and then Mm -hmm. when I did my internship as a senior in college at 20 years old um Kim Walker lives in Jersey so I didn't know that so I'm Mm -hmm. like casually working my internship which was a PT like physical therapist slash personal training and she walks in because she went there for for physical therapy so I got to spend a whole session with her just talking to Mm -hmm. her Mm-hmm. And like I was just like, oh my gosh! And like now we're friends, which is really cool. But like, mm-hmm. just she has been an inspiration because like she's gone through a lot in life, and powerlifting, mm-hmm. and politics, and a lot of stuff. And she keeps getting stronger, never stops. She's done just incredible things. I mean, everything that happened USVI years ago or last mm-hmm. year, I'm like, I'm not surprised to hear this. Cause I know Kim. Like she wants everyone to like win, and she just right. incredible. So she will always be number one, Kim. If you if you're listening. I do like Kim Walford I do enjoy her that was a really good answer I've had a lot of time think about it
1: yeah that's I should have I needed more time for that I don't know (laughs) inspiration I don't know I can tell you like I get excited to see like Ray Williams compete like I get excited to see him uh I get excited to see David Ricks superman
0: um, I don't know. that's okay you named two amazing athletes just now so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah cool, if cool. I think
1: of another one because I feel like I should have a woman too and I know I do have one I just can't think, I can't think of one right now
0: that's okay what is one thing you hate about powerlifting
1: one thing I hate about powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Like personally, myself, or just mm-hmm. like looking at powerlifting, like
0: either one, just something you don't like about the sports
1: or hmm. I think it's i I think um it's something that I do like about it, and then I don't like about it. like it's but it's the same thing. Okay. Probably how competitive it is, but that doesn't make sense, right? Like it's it's competitive. I actually do like how competitive it is, but I don't, I think I don't like when it goes like negative, right? Cause it can be competitive without being negative,
0: I guess. You have like an example because I am kind of confused. <laughs> really? Yeah, like I mean, I love competition. So when you say competitive in a negative way, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, so did someone send that DM saying you ugly? Is that what happened?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, oh, Solana, I don't know how to explain it. Um, I guess it kind of goes back to like the respecting that I was kind of talking about earlier um negative in that way I guess okay um because we can we can compare people we can talk about people or whatever um without it being negative I don't know I don't really like that
0: okay I feel you yeah I I just want the audience to know, real quick, in case you got the wrong idea from what I said, I did not mean I want anyone to bash each other. I just meant all I meant was to see competition where there's rivalries and they're not best friends is fun. That's all I meant. Yes. All right, I, audience. I, okay.
1: I agree with you. I think I agree with you. Hopefully they don't misunderstand anything. We they're said. like
0: Solana actually hates women in powerlifting. Like no. Great. No, no, no. <laughs> no. All right. Alright, last question for you. Mm. How excited are you to be engaged? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am excited. What's today? Um,
0: 26th 26. of October. We
1: are a year and two days away. We oh, a there's date. a date! Mm-hmm. Yay! October 28th, next year. Um, we originally picked September. We originally picked the same weekend as Nationals, actually. Oh, so there you go. Then <laughs> And we, then it got moved. It got moved to a random day
0: in October that the venue had available. <laughs> so, you know, everyone who you're friends with in Palestine can go now. That's true. That is what they said. <laughs> and if it was right before the meet, that would be horrible. So mm-hmm. we
1: actually talked about it at Cody and Elise's wedding is when, We told everybody, oh, we picked it a day. And they were like, that's the same weekend as national. We were like, oh. Awkward. (laughs) Guess we'll move it then.
0: (laughs) You're like, just kidding. Um, TBD. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's when it is. I'm very excited. Uh, Wedding planning is stressful. Not fun, really. Uh, But I think we're doing okay. I have a dress oh all right okay it came in um going to
0: get that this week so that's exciting that is exciting (laughs) do you want like a big wedding are you trying to do it up
1: solana i i tried to get married in vegas like when Kay did I'm serious. oh my god that's so funny <laughs> i said can we please just get married here please we're already here look at it we're going to one can we just he was not having it no <laughs> he wants to have a big wedding he okay. he's the only child
0: and so he wants to have a wedding so we're having a wedding okay i'm like <laughs> i'm similar to you mm. i'm single but i'm similar <laughs> to you because i'm like okay. yo like whenever i decide or we decide mm-hmm. like we're it we're gonna do this mm-hmm. thing for life let's just hurry up we can have a party later i don't feel like waiting for nobody the idea of planning a wedding sounds horrible to me um i don't even like that many people like that like i love people but mm-hmm. like actual community friends i'm like i want like 10 like it's only like 10 people on this earth that i really want the rest of them are like acquaintances like just because they have the podcast yeah. don't mean you come in <laughs> you know, like, that's oh. how i feel
1: that's how i feel solana can you can you look at this my mother got me this book and oh it my is God. Like, the best it of is so thick it has so many things oh my Lord. are you always up no i have a sister
0: okay did she get the book too or
1: <laughs> she did get the book she okay did. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. i guess your mom's <laughs> excited about the wedding too okay uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god yes well when that day comes i'm sure it'll be a good one in 367 days
1: yes Yes. 52 weeks out
0: <laughs> oh my gosh but kiana it was really fun talking to you thank you so much you for too. joining me on today's episode
1: thank you for asking me thank you for having me
0: Of course, girl. And y'all, we'll catch you next time on the Power & Lifting Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, please subscribe to the podcast. Please leave a review and a rating. Please make sure you share with a friend. Let's get this out to more people so we can support more women in powerlifting. Catch y'all next time on the Power & Lifting Podcast.